by Brooklyn. Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. All right, welcome to Look at My Records on Radio Free Brooklyn, August 11th, 2018. Thanks for joining us on this rainy, rainy Saturday. It's pretty gross out, but I'm happy that we're safe indoors, nice and dry. I'm here with Clarence, who are in town for Chicago. Welcome, guys. Thank you. you Thanks for joining me on the program today. How you doing? A little wet. Feeling good. A little moist. good. We're good. We're good. We missed the majority of the rain. That's good. And you guys are on tour right now. Smack yes. in the middle of tour. How's tour been going? It's been good. Uh, it's an easy two weeks, I think, for us, just after the record came out. And just going out to the East Coast from Chicago and back over through Canada. Playing awesome. with a bunch of friends. So let's just, before we dive into other topics, let's uh, just take a second to introduce yourselves. I know our, your bass player is missing, right? Yeah, we couldn't find him. Who knows where he is? MIA. Hopefully yeah, he if you're gets back and call in, please. <laughs> you, can, you can call Hashtag in. Come back, Greg. What's his name? Greg. 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 Bass player. Seven one eight nine two eight nine seven three two. We'll put you right through the board, man. Don't know what's going on, Greg, but please call in. <laughs> really, not much more to say than that. So, so we got Greg, the bass player. He's a nice guy. He's, he oh, seems oh, like a really yeah. nice guy. He's yeah. a nice guy. He, he does seem like a nice guy, yeah. <laughs> All right, and... Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm Kevin. I play guitar. I'm Mike. I also play guitar. I'm Arthur. I play the drums. All right, and you guys just released an awesome new album. July 27th, it dropped on Top Shelf Records. And I noticed you guys have been playing these songs for a little while. I saw you last year at Union Pool. You're playing songs that are on this record. So how does it feel to have it out there for everyone else to hear? It it feels good. We've we've uh, we've definitely been playing them a couple hundred times at shows. So you know, no excuse but to have them locked in at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, some of the songs are are like over two years old at this point. Um, we we started recording the record fall of 2016. It was done uh, a little over a year ago, and then we were doing a lot of touring last year, um, and just looking for labels and people to put it out. Um, and that takes a while, and then you have to release it on their calendar. So that you know, just a lot of things to kind of have to fall into place scheduling wise. But uh, we're happy that it's finally out. And I'm happy too. I absolutely love the record. A lot of very catchy songs. And previously, your first record in the EP, the Are You Aware EP, which is how I first discovered you guys and then worked Mm. my way backwards. Uh, A lot of pavement comparisons, I would say. On this record, I feel like you guys really branched out with the influences and stuff. What do you think as far as the progression of your songwriting? I know, Mike, you're the primary songwriter and what kind of influence do you going into writing and recording these songs uh i mean you know i mean obviously pavement was you know an influence uh kind of all along but among other things i think people just kind of latched onto that for whatever reason more than other things i mean like got it by voices all the flying nun stuff like early stereo lab was at least as much of an influence um a lot of it is just limitation of equipment <laughs> like recording so we were always kind of just 
doing it pretty basically, like in our friend's basement or at a practice space. With this record, um, we were trying to be a little bit more together, like make the songs a little bit more tight and, you know, just more focused. Um, we were playing with a lot of bands that were just really great guitar pop bands, like your shirt right now, Easy TV. Shout out Easy TV, great New York band. Shout out to Ezra and Michael. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and like a band like uh, Ultimate Painting, you know. It's um, sad that they uh, split up. So yeah, that's, very disappointing. Yeah, that's uh, the worst. That's a tragedy of art. Yeah, yeah. yeah but <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've just been playing with a lot of these bands and we kind of admired the simplicity of, you know, not hiding behind texture, um, a ton of aesthetic choices. We just kind of wanted to do something a little bit more straightforward in that vein um, and just kind of challenged us to write a little bit more like that. Yeah, and they're very simple, well-crafted pop songs, I would say. I read, Mike, that you did travel to New Zealand in 2016 where you wrote some of these songs, mm-hmm. the majority of these songs. And I'm just curious, you know, it's kind of within the vein of a lot of the Flying Nun bands, the Clean, the Bats, who are incredible, incredible bands. And was that a conscious influence while you were there of the Dunedin sound influencing your songwriting on this record? Definitely. Uh, they've kind of always been an influence, especially like the clean and the chills and like the early Verlaine stuff um, and all those other bands like John Paul Sartre experience. And, um, but we, I was in New Zealand um, for like a few weeks on the South Island in Queenstown, I actually went into Dunedin and uh, was like looking for record shops and stuff. <laughs> I picked up like a live clean 12 inch. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I kind of, th- those bands have always been an influence. And the funny thing is they're a lot looser. Yeah, um, definitely. So, you know, we've, especially that early clean stuff. Um, but Kevin and I have always kind of approached like rhythm guitar and like that kind of like jangly, um, really percussive style. Um, and, you know, Arthur plays, you know, very steady, similar Hamish Kilgour style. So, um, Hamish Kilgore actually lives in Brooklyn now. I close? knew that, yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, he's played with a great local band from here, Holy Tunics. I know they like okay. did a split, cool. and he did a tape on their label as well. And my cousin, Al, is a mail carrier, and Hamish Kilgore is actually on his mail route. Wow. So just a little, uh, little <laughs> trivia Drops off a demo every Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so you guys recorded this album. I read you been using the same recording engineer for the last few things you put out dave vetrano yeah saying that correctly Mm -hmm. yeah and i looked into him a little more i'm not from chicago i'm from here obviously (laughs) and he's done a lot of work with other great chicago bands like milk belly and knee high another band Mm -hmm. i really really Mm -hmm. like so he did seem to get a different sound out of you guys on this record How's it been working with him on the last three projects you've done? And how do you feel about how this record sounds? I think you know, working with Dave is, is uh, it's really comfortable because we're all good friends with him. So And all those bands. Like, yeah. These are all like good friends of ours. It's pretty tight knit. Like Dave's also Kevin's former roommate. Um, so, I mean, it's like, yeah, I, I think, you know, he's because it's comfortable working with him. It's, you know, he's been able to kind of adapt to what we want in a couple different scenarios so you know we had you know different room in a different studio this time kind of you know trying different things 
able to get like a wider array of sounds i think than like you know the pretty like instant um more like basement oriented sound that i enjoy but is is you know a little more basic we had a really nice eight track tape machine in this studio that i think that made a, a pretty big difference just in terms of how the guitars cut through and how the drums sound in general um it's rumored to be like the muscle shoals eight track studer oh wow machine. um who knows so that is interesting because I did have you did answer a question for me because you did record your first album to tape originally. Mm-hmm. Is did it go digital at all or yeah directly yeah, to definitely. tape? Definitely, so. it's pretty hard to do a full analog thing unless you have like <laughs> access to that as, kind of stuff. Yeah, or in like a zillion dollars, right? Yeah, yeah, which we don't have. So, um, you know, we're and we still you know do you know multiple takes or like punch in tracks here and there or like do vocals later you know it's um i'd like to you know try a little bit more of like a full live thing in the future but you know we do like the majority of it live and then like punch in whatever we need to beyond that so would you say you're for future projects you continue to want to record to tape first you like the outcome of that as far as the sound you're going for, I think so. I think if you're if you're doing these kinds of instruments like guitar, drums, you know, it's like there's something about that's just the best way to it sounds. I think um, the guitar is saturated a certain way. Everything kind of blends together a certain way texturally. Um, I think Kim Deal has a pretty good quote about this. Like she was talking <laughs> about, like you know, it makes sense to do like electronic music a certain way, but like you know, it just sounds better with these kinds of, you know, with guitars and drums and like these instruments. It's like, yeah, I mean, there's a reason people still love recordings from the 60s because they just have a certain character. Yeah, they do. And continue doing it that way because I think it sounds great. But you guys, your Chicago band, I kind of always ask bands from out of town about this when they come through. How has growing up as a band in Chicago, growing up in the area, influenced your sound would you say what bands in chicago did you grow up listening to from the area and things like that i only listen to bands from australia (laughs) (laughs) Um, me too (laughs) i i import um all of my taste from australia um i think you know growing up as a band since we've you know been together i think um I don't know. I, I think it gives us a certain. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say uh, we have a chip on our shoulder, but uh, there is a there is like a camaraderie kind of um, to being from the Midwest and seen as like you might be overlooked a little bit. Um, I think that like drives a lot of bands um, from Chicago to uh, I don't know stick together a little bit. Regardless of yeah. style, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a there's so much good stuff happening. It's really diverse. I mean, everyone would talk about like the garage rock scene of like the early 2010s, uh, which kind of bored me generally. But um, you know, I mean, we're good friends with Milkbelly and Nehi and you know the Hex and like Ways Angle and like all these other bands that just don't really sound anything alike. Yeah. But um, there's room for everybody to kind of hang out and play the same shows and. Um, you know, it's more just like a a way to hang out with friends. That's great. Everyone can do their own thing because it's, um, 
being like not in like an industry hub like New York or LA, you're kind of almost more liberated because you're not under the, you know, this the harsh spotlight all the time for better or for worse. Yeah. And it's interesting to me because when, when I think of Chicago, the big label touch and go from like back in the sure. day, mm-hmm. uh, do you guys listen to that stuff at all? Even though I feel like it, you know, I, I think of like Steve Albini and like Big Black mm-hmm. and that obviously sounds nothing like you guys, but do you identify with any of those bands that label at all? I, sonically, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but but Greg's I other do. band recorded at Electrical Audio. Oh that, wow! Um, yeah, I love Steve, Steve Albini. Albini yeah. yeah, I mean, growing up, I listened to a lot of like Thrill Jockey, Touch and Go, Drag City. We listen to a lot yeah, of Drag, Drag City, City artists yeah. now, of course, yeah. like totally seminal label. But I don't know. I don't know if we really identify necessarily with like the classic Chicago sound. But like these guys were saying more just like a tightly knit thing it's like a cool way to grow with people that aren't necessarily like your sonic contemporaries as much as they are just like your friends and peers yeah i find a lot of bands don't necessarily listen to everything that sounds like their band right. that would be right. very uh, repetitive right it would be it would kind of probably drive me crazy <laughs> but it's always cool to see that that's what i identify as like the seminal chicago label you think of like steve albini it's just really crazy stuff but so I do want to play some songs from the brand new album at your leisure. You guys ready? We're ready. All right. So you want to hear had a fantastic chances are and another arrow. You guys have anything to say about those tracks before we play them? Those are some of our favorites to play live. We play those three songs most every show. I hit it out of the park. You did. (laughs) I hit it out of the fucking park. Props. (laughs) Had a Fantastic is such a great short song. I just, (laughs) I find myself getting into a groove where I'll listen to that song just like five times in a row. So great job, guys. Get that play count. That's Spotify. That's the point. That's Spotify. Even though I do. I can't wait till my vinyl arrives. I have been playing that play count on Spotify. It's (laughs) sometimes it happens. It's all good, but it's out on top shelf records. You guys can get these songs via Bandcamp. It's on Spotify, Apple Music, but go purchase it on Bandcamp. You can pick one up at the show tonight too. The CDs, compact discs, cool. So tonight at Transpicos clearance. But let's uh, let's play some of these songs right now. We're going to start it off with Had a Fantastic. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. So, you guys had a fantastic, did you have a fantastic day? No. It's been a slow day. Yeah, me too. A couple birthdays to celebrate. Here we days. go.
just heard a couple of really great new tracks from Clarence's brand new album, At Your Leisure, available via Bandcamp on Top Shelf Records. Thanks for sharing those songs. We just heard Had a Fantastic, Chances Are, and Another Arrow, three of the band's favorite songs to play live. So thanks for sharing those, you guys. Sure. Thanks for playing them. Hey, it's my pleasure. (laughs) But now we're going to transition to the next part of the program where you guys pick some records from my collection and we're going to play them starting off with Silver Juice. Yeah. Advice to the Graduate off of Starlight Walker. Silver Juice, I always feel like kind of uh, overshadowed by Pavement because Stephen Malkmus is in both of the bands, but they have their own distinct sound that's really great and this is a great album. But why'd you guys select this record? Arthur played it in the car the other day. Um, <laughs> I, you know, we're all fans of Silver Jews. Um, David Berman, one of the greatest lyricists uh, slash poets of the last handful of years in the indie rock world, certainly. Yeah, um, I can't remember where I, I heard this song, I don't know, not on a movie, but somewhere recently, and I put it on a playlist for my girlfriend and just can't stop listening to it. Yeah, it's a great album. It's probably my favorite album of theirs. I know people like American Water, but... That's my favorite. This is a close, though, because it's like... It's got this great kind of like damaged hangover quality to it. Yeah. It's really good. Um, I remember when I was still in school, um, Advice to the Graduate was a nice kind of like... Yeah, totally. Rallying cry for (laughs) me. Yeah. Cool. I don't know. I like I like this record a lot. There's a lot of interesting uh, half song kind of like sonic experiments. Um, it's a good kind of like rainy day record also. Oh, perfect for today. And how'd you guys know it was going to rain when you picked this yesterday? No way of knowing. <laughs> no way of knowing. You guys are just good like that. Oracle. Clearance is a fucking oracle. <laughs> But uh, so we got Silver Juice first, uh, Dick Diver next, tearing the posters down off of Melbourne, Melbourne, Florida. Yeah. Really a funny thing there because they're from Melbourne, Australia. Mm-hmm. One of the many great bands coming out of Melbourne, Australia right now. This record, I, I thought it was fun because it was released on Trouble in Mind, which is a Chicago label. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. kind of like a bit of a connection there, but. They're a great Australia band. We were talking at the start of the show about all the You Only Love Australia Yeah, that's one bands. of the only bands I listen to. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you picked this because you love them? Yeah, we played great. with them uh, in Chicago um, in 2015, probably like right around the time this record came out. Um, it's just a phenomenal album. Uh, Steph Hughes is a really good visual artist, too. Um, ran into her. I was in Australia also um, for that New Zealand trip and they were doing like a um, gallery show something and Steph Hughes was there hanging out so I was like hey did you go to did you go to Melbourne yeah Yeah, did you get to meet anyone like uh, from the scene Uh, yeah some some people the Shook Race you know oh they're great that's another they put out a record on Trouble in Mind right Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah they kind of showed me around a little bit that's awesome they're really nice um some of the guys from Twerps and the Stevens. Yeah, um, the, Martin Frawley and... Uh, yep. Yeah, they're yeah. all good guys, yeah. Um, but this, I mean, we 
this Dick Diver record we played a lot um, in the car, I think, on tour. Oh, yeah. Um, so it just, yeah. it's kind of like really a time and place album for me. Um, it's just like, I think in like 10 years when I'm thinking back to like this time in my life, this will be one of the few records that's like, oh, wow. Like I'm driving to Portland in Northern California. <laughs> right. Yeah. Vividly remembering yeah. it. Yeah. It's yeah. funny how Agreed. music does that, right? Yeah. And I think this record, especially it's like, it lends itself to that because it itself is super cohesive. Like all the songs play off each other in really cool ways. It's just really, really good. It's a complete album. Yeah. It's a very complete album. I definitely agree. So excellent choice. I'd also like to note, I remember Courtney Barnett did an interview recently and she's like, these are my friends. They're like my favorite band from him. (laughs) (laughs) That's my stab at an Australian. That's That's really fun to do. (laughs) So shout out to Dick Diver. I love all the things going down still in Australia, New Zealand, still lots of great stuff. Absolutely. Next we have, Oh, you guys hit me right where, right where you hit people. (laughs) (laughs) Hit in place. The hit in place. The feelies. Only Life, their third record, my absolute favorite band. Um, you know, they're from Hoboken. I'm from New Jersey. So, well, they came up in Hoboken. They're not from there, but I digress. But great record. You pick Deep Fascination, which is an incredible song. And they play it live a lot. It's really good. But tell me, you guys like the feelies as much as I do? Probably not as much as <laughs> you, but I, I don't wanna we like them a lot, yeah. What's not to like? Yeah. Yeah, they're just one of the all time greatest. All timers. Um really cool, you know, like first generation like CBGB's band. Yeah. Like um and like yeah, obviously Crazy Rhythms gets a lot of attention, but like the first record I actually heard of theirs was The Good Earth. Like my dad yeah. like gave me that record. Um oh, so I was awesome. way into that because he was like a big Peter Buck, like um, REM fan so um, that connection I think was easy to make and then I got into these later records a little bit more recently in the last like 10 years maybe um, and they recently got reissued too so there's been a little bit more of a critical reassessment I think of their later records like this one yeah it's interesting because the the later records like this one were not really widely available for people to uh, enjoy up until about two years ago when they were reissued and thankfully they were because I do think they're two of their strongest records and this is one of their strongest records too. I always prefer like the Good Earth, Only Life, Time for a Witness over uh, Crazy Rhythms even though Crazy <laughs> Rhythms is the album that gets the most recognition but I totally agree with you and uh, any reason Deep Fascination in particular? I really like the song. I think at some point I had shortlisted it for like a potential cover. Oh, so that's possible. Still, a, get that get that still going for next time you're in New York. I'll be there yeah. with bells and whistles <laughs> on. <laughs> but, <laughs> all right, so the Feelies, shout out to the Feelies. Uh, we love you. And uh, last, song, well, second to last song, uh, Fripp and Eno, Brian Eno's collabo with Robert Fripp. Even song off of Evening Star, kind of a little changing it up a little bit, eh? Yeah, this is uh, this is my favorite record that I own. I think uh, it's it's just got like a there's a special like temporal quality to like putting this one on and just kind of like sinking into a couch or whatever. It's it's nice for a lot of like applications, morning, night, 
Um, yeah. The the copy of this record that I have is like good minus, um, <laughs> I'd say. Uh, but it like it doesn't matter. It it was still worth like the twenty eight bucks I paid for. It. <laughs> right. Sounds about right. I got like hoes. <laughs> good, yeah. good minus. I'm not sure if that's a grade on a discount. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, really great record. And it's nice that you guys changed it up a little bit because it's very beyond experimental, kind of like mood music almost. Surprisingly not Australian either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you caught me. Oh, <laughs> wow. So you don't only like Australian <laughs> bands. Yeah. You lied well, there, to us. There are, you know, there's some across the pondness to this. Yeah. So. Brian Eno. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a similar accent, you know? Totally. The guy from Australia. Yeah, he's knighted, I think, right? Gotta be. He's something like yeah, yeah. Which I confuse with being knighted, so I don't know. Yeah, maybe that'd be cool yeah. if he like refused it. Yeah, that'd I could be see that happening. Yeah. That's that's like a Morrissey thing, but I guess they would never ask to knight Morrissey. No, <laughs> as much Bowie as rejected knighthood, I think Bowie rejected it. That's badass. So yeah, that's you know cool. would yeah. Yeah, no. step with that. That's pretty badass. I got no, thank you. <laughs> All right. But uh, <laughs> final song, Video Age. What You guys picked No Future, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys friends with this band? Have you guys played with this band before? Because I forget how I discovered them, but I fell in love with this record and bought it and really liked it a lot. They're a great uh, New Orleans band. Mm-hmm. They're like friends of friends. They asked us to play in Chicago uh, last month, but we couldn't do it. Um, but yeah, they're great. Um, some some really good New Orleans bands from the last few years. Um, We've been the, listening to this one in the van yeah. a lot this tour. Recently, past couple of days. A lot. It's also a lot kind of, of one of those bands. I don't know. I guess I'm a stubborn guy. <laughs> where like, Kevin, you've loved like, you know, Native mm-hmm. American and Video Age, and I just... I haven't listened to them until like last week and I realized what I'm missing out on. It's a great record. We listened to it last night. Awesome. And you guys, you guys hit it out of the park with these picks. I got to say great <laughs> hey, selections. Great you guys, record collection. A lot of pressure. You guys, <laughs> great <laughs> taste. Well, you picked the feelies, so you got yeah, me really. Brownie pleased, points. So. <laughs> yeah, super brownie points on the look at my records program. Okay, so let's start it out. We're going to hear Advice to the Graduate by Silver Juice, followed by Dick Diver, The Feelies, Robert Fripp and Brian Eno, and Video Age. And this time, this is going to work. Here we go. If you got a message, leave your name and number, and we'll get back.
Okay, clearance. Great picks. Awesome picks. Just wanted to share with everyone that we watched that great Hercules YouTube video during that break where Kevin Sorbo yells disappointed. We all got a kick out of it. It's very funny. It was great. It was a great video. <laughs> but hey, great picks. Thanks for sharing. You guys have a show tonight at Transpicos. You excited for it? Yeah, I haven't, haven't played there before. It's a it's a nice little spot out in Ridgewood. You guys will feel right at home, I think. You're playing with Hollywood Royalty and Spud Cannon. Spud Cannon from Poughkeepsie area in New York. It's a little north of here, yeah. but very exciting. Um, and then you guys are headed to Boston tomorrow. Yes. Got a couple of more shows coming up on this tour. Yeah, I think we have a solid week of shows from here on out. Uh, six or seven right in a row, and then we're back in Chicago. Head into Montreal for all our Montreal listeners. I don't think there are any, but... <laughs> but uh, and Toronto as well, and then you guys playing a final show in Chicago, a welcome home, or... Uh, not immediately. Yeah. We're going to probably do something in September, but yeah. Cool. Any other plans for the rest of 2018? Mm-hmm. Not really. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, nothing uh, nothing hard on the schedule, yeah. but, you know. Cool. So you guys want to play a couple more clearance songs? Sure. Before we to. go? How about we play Frozen Orange? What's the full name of this song? Frozen, Frozen Orange, No Wonder. Frozen Orange, No Wonder. So what's this song about? Tell me a little bit about this song, Mike. Uh, it was like, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like nonsensical, but it's also a mix of like, don't try too hard kind of mantra. It's like, if you're kind of like, you know, stress yourself out and run yourself in circles if you're trying to do something too much or, you know, whatever, if it's creatively or just in life. So it was just kind of like a, don't freeze your mind you know it's like don't yeah i mean it's like literally don't be don't get frozen it's like it's not like you can't don't try to do something too hard um or, or be too calculated um and just you know you always want to do something a, a second time or try again with something but it's a little bit more you know you can't kind of dwell on that and just gotta kind of move through it's a great message thanks for sharing that message yeah, we're with like, everyone we're very positive Live, laugh, love. Would you guys know, say you're a positive band in general? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Who we have? That was the quickest we've answered any question. Interesting. <laughs> I think we know too much. You guys seem pretty positive to me. You just put it on a face for no. me. I guess positivity has its different forms. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we appreciate absurdity and, you know. We're not. I think I'm generally optimistic or practical. You are, yeah. yeah. Well, if you're a, if you're a big fan of all the Australian music, I feel it's mostly positive. Yeah, right? yeah. It's, yeah. it's not a melancholy streak, but yeah. Yeah. yeah, sure. With a little bit of melancholy, yeah. But I'd say clearance, very positive band. <laughs> <laughs> Five bags of popcorn. That's that's the me as a lay person, you know, a non-music playing person. That's my interpretation of the tunes. Cool. Fine by yeah. me. Yeah, that works. You cool with that? Yeah. We can like set it in stone. Yeah. Positivity band. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Breakup record. Positive. <laughs> so, <laughs> 
after this tour any other touring plans though uh certainly in the future we're just got to figure probably going to the west coast eventually because top shelf and everyone there is based over there san diego right san diego portland la they're all kind of scattered around oh really i think uh kevin Duquette moved from san diego up to portland in the past few months um i'm not sure exactly what is still going on in san diego there but we stayed at his place in san diego last fall and um yeah, we'll probably go back down there. Uh, hopefully back down to Brazil at some point. That's right. Um, I did read you guys played in Brazil. Aside from Canada, was is that your first uh, international tour? Yeah, playing in yeah we haven't gone to the UK or like continental Europe yet. But uh, any European booking agents are out there listening. Hey. Please fly us out there. Get them out there. Yeah, <laughs> um, you guys, would, they yeah. would love you in the UK. I could see you guys on the cover of NME. Yeah, maybe. Cool style. <laughs> yeah, those really? covers are great. Yeah, that's like all you need to do is be christened the Ameri- next Amer- great right. American yeah, band. Exactly. And yeah. then you're set great in the platitude. UK, right? Yeah. We're waiting for the second part of the album cycle to like start a Twitter beef with Liam Gallagher or something. Yeah, that would be. Never. Yeah. That's perfect. Not me. Not yeah. me either. Maybe just Noel because he's yeah, a little more. Yeah. He's yeah. a little. We're, we're more. We're more yeah. team Liam. Yeah. 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 Liam, you don't know what he's gonna do. He'll like yeah. show up at your place in Chicago and be like, ah. "Guys, a little. Guys, a little crazy." You guys see the Oasis documentary? I did. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. It's good. Yeah. They're just so over the top. Yeah, it's funny how my favorite part about it was that anytime like Liam would like storm off stage. Noel would just like, okay, I got to sing these songs. Yeah. <laughs> he's like happy about it. Yeah, he's like, all right, I get to. All right, yeah, I get to like take over uh, this stuff. I liked how often they thought about like one being older than the other, yeah. or like Liam is making fun of Noel for being old, but then like Noel gives him a backhanded compliment about being handsome, but also like young and foolish. It's it's great. It's good. Was I recommend like two it. years apart. Yeah, it's like, it's like the same guy, but. <laughs> It's because Noel was asked to join the band like late, like later in yeah. its like inception. So he was always like the old one who already had industry experience. The rest of them were just little folks. Little folks. All right, you guys are coming towards the end. I do want to thank you guys so much for appearing. But here we go. One more song from Clearance. Guys, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for having us.
Winter. High. 